Good morning, class. Hi, it's uh, Faith School. I'm Keith Moore, and we're glad to be with you again today. We've been building our faith in healing, and we're ready to take it to another level. Get your Bible. Get something to make some notes with. Come on into the class with us. Put everything else on, on hold for a few minutes, and let the Word of God uh, infuse you with greater strength and faith. Uh, whether you're needing something in your body right now or not, uh, there'll come a time that you or somebody you know needs some faith for healing. And so you don't want to wait until you're under attack to start trying to build your faith. Smart people get built up ahead of time, and then it's not nearly the struggle that it would be otherwise. Uh, if you are under attack, or real strong right now, God's a merciful God. He'll help you. Just uh, give this priority, though, and don't make it a side thing, and you'll develop quickly as well. Father, in Jesus' name, all of us agree together, touching this, asking you for the anointing, the anointing to manifest everywhere this is seen and heard, in every bedroom, in every office, in every living area, in every vehicle, wherever someone is listening or watching, we, we pray, Lord, let your Holy Spirit manifest your, your light, your life, your peace, your joy, and your healing and restoration and delivering power. Let it be in Jesus' name we ask it. And we thank you for guiding us in your word today and feeding us and making us strong. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Would you please turn again to um, uh, Mark, the fifth chapter. We've been looking at our scriptures on this healing account of uh, Jairus' daughter. And this is recorded in Matthew, Mark, and uh, Luke. And we've read uh, Matthew and Luke a couple of times. Let's look now in Mark 5, and this is also in verse uh, 22. It says, uh, Behold, there comes one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray you, come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him. If you put the other accounts together, you see that Jairus, a ruler of the ruler, the president of that particular synagogue, a man of some authority in place uh, in the faith of the Jewish people, he uh, came and did what a lot of synagogue leaders would not have done. He came to Jesus and he fell, knelt 
and you could use the word prostrated himself uh, before him, laid himself out and worshiped him, one account said. And we noted that this was the beginning of his miracle for his daughter. This is where you really see it uh, beginning. Worship is the way to the rest. Now, when I say rest, the rest of what you need. He needed direction. He needed answers. He needed healing. And he actually needed uh, her body to be raised from the dead. He didn't know everything he needed at this moment, but he is on the right track to getting everything that he needs. What you don't do is question God accusatively. What you don't do is get mad at God and quit praying and quit reading the scriptures and quit going to church. That's a sure way to never get a miracle. <laughs> Are y'all with me, class? And, and the reason I say it so adamantly, there are many, many scores of thousands of people, that's where they are. At one point, they believed in God, they, um, you know, prayed, they read the Word, they went to church, maybe were involved in church. But something didn't go the way they wanted it to, or something didn't happen just the way they prayed that it would. And so they got mad at God and they got mad at preachers and they got mad at church and just wrote it all off. Well, that's, that's really being arrogant and proud. What do you mean? Absolutely arrogant. It never occurred to you that maybe you did something wrong. It has to be God's fault. He's the one that didn't come through. He's the one that failed. It's ridiculous when you realize the truth. No. He's the creator. You're the created. <laughs> right? He's the almighty. He knows everything. You don't. Right? You don't know much. How many understand it's appropriate for us, the created, the children of God, who are totally dependent on Him for our very existence and breath and even the ability to have a cognizant thought. It's appropriate for us to come. Is that right? And bow down and humble ourselves. Not, not groveling, just in honest acknowledgement of who we're talking to. And who he is, and not just a belief in how powerful he is, but also a belief in his goodness, in his good character. The scripture said in Hebrews 11 that without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must, these are not optional things, you must believe, and he mentions two things, you must believe that God is. Well, if he exists and he is God, 
Well, he knows everything. He can do everything. He has the power. He has the knowledge. But you don't stop there. You must believe that he is. What else must you believe? You must believe he is a rewarder of those that seek him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God that if you reach out to him in sincerity and and some faith, he's going to respond to you. Hmm? Not we'll see, we hope so. He will respond to you. You draw near to him. What did he say? He will, he will respond. He will respond. But you, you must not approach him with attitude or indifference. Much less be angry with him. That shows you're deceived. You're confused. You think your answer is your problem. (laughs) And you're listening to your problem telling you the answer is your problem. It's already confusing. Huh? Listening to the wrong thing. God is good. He's more merciful than you'd ask him to be. There's just so much you don't know. So much you haven't seen and haven't understood. Well, how can I get to where I need to be? That's what we've been saying. The way. (laughs) The way from where you are to get to where you need to be. Worship. Worship is the way to the rest of it. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. Enter into His courts with some praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. Not just empty words, but genuinely just stirring yourself up in remembrance of who he is, how good he is, all that he's done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We see Jairus do this, and we know what an amazing outcome he had. If you skip down to verse 35... While he spoke, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Your daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? Verse 36, as soon as he heard what they said, the word they had said about she's dead, it's too late, don't bother the master anymore. He said to the ruler of the synagogue, he didn't talk to them the people that brought the report. He turns to the man that's set this in motion. This is a faith-initiated healing and being raised from the dead. He turns to him and he said, Fear not. Don't be afraid. Everybody said out loud, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Now, the understood subject is you. You don't let yourself be afraid. You know, Jesus said this in in John 14 when he talked about, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, let not your heart be afraid and don't let your heart be troubled. He said it in the first of the chapter. He said it again toward the end of the chapter. Don't let your heart be troubled. 
Now the enemy, the devil, will bring thoughts and feelings to you to try to convince you you can't help that, that you can't control that, that when terrible things happen in life and it hits you like a ton of bricks and you have these overwhelming fears and feelings, the devil wants you to believe that you are helpless to do anything about that and that if anybody else had similar circumstances to happen to them, that everybody is just going to fold and collapse under it. But how many believe the Lord knows what he's talking about? And if he tells you, don't. If he tells you don't, what does that let you know? I don't have to, right? Just him telling me that reveals to me that I have the ability to resist this and not give in to it. And if I didn't have the ability before he told me, there's power in his words, is that right? When he tells me, don't let your heart be troubled, there's power in those very words that enable me to do what he said. So there's a choice here. Can you see this? There is a choice. And that's one of the most misunderstood things about faith. I've uh, had people tell me before, because they know I, I talk about faith, they'd say, well, you know, I'm sorry, I just don't have faith like that, and, and you believe all that, but I, I just can't believe that. That is an untrue statement. That means you don't understand what faith is. To say, I can't believe, shows confusion. By nature of what faith is, you can believe anything you choose to believe. Billions are believing lies based on nothing all over this planet, right? It's not even reasonable what they're believing, and yet they believe it very strongly. Faith is a choice. Say it out loud, class. Faith is a choice. It's a choice. When, when the, somebody tells you something, when you hear it, you can choose to believe it. <laughs> you can choose not to believe it, right? And when God tells you something, exactly the same. You can choose to believe it. You can choose not to believe it. It's a choice. Faith is a choice. And so when the Lord turns to Jairus and he said, don't be afraid. Only believe, does this reveal that Jairus has a choice? Huh? And, and, and the Lord is exhorting him, make the right choice. Why would he do that? Will, will Jairus' choice affect what happens next? Will it affect the outcome? Hmm? This, and this is the thing that many have not believed. They thought, well, no, you know, uh, Jesus is the Son of God, and he had power like this, and so he just, he, he went uh, through these things demonstrating uh, his power and, and, and uh, raising people from the dead like that. And No, Jesus didn't set this in motion on this day. A lot of people have trouble with that. Hmm? Jesus did not go to Jairus, did he? Jesus did not initiate this. Jairus set this in motion, didn't he? 
And that's where so many people are on. They think they're waiting on God to save them. But the price has already been paid. Right? Waiting on God to deliver or do that. No, the price has already been paid. And he has left a lot up to us. He really has given us a completely free will. Jairus set this thing in motion with his faith and his worship and his request and that bold statement, she will live. (laughs) Don't you like that? Don't you like that? She will live. Now, and old friend, I hope you're awake, class. Now, they come from his house and say, she died. What does this sound like? What does this feel like? Thought you said she will live. It didn't work. It didn't work. Obviously, it didn't work. She didn't live. She's dead. She died. And if you put these accounts together, one says, don't bother the master anymore. Do you hear the word? Don't bother him. You're bothering him now at this point because it's hopeless. Nobody could do anything about this now. And that's why Jesus turns to him because there's pressure on Jairus now, right, to give up what he had previously said. Can you see the the battle that's going on here that all these other folks are totally oblivious to? And they think it's all over. All of them think it's done. It's over. But the Lord knows it's not over. (laughs) Her body's cold. It's not breathing. But that didn't move the Lord. (laughs) He knows it's not over. Oh, somebody needs to say it's not over. It's It's not not over. over. It's not over. And what he knew, it's not over till you give up. Hmm? No matter what the symptoms are, people are far too moved. And we have all been far too moved by what we see and feel in this realm. Far too, yeah, but the symptoms, yeah, but the report, yeah, but the this, yeah, but the that. This is all temporary. That's what the Bible says. Temporary. Temporal, temporary means it's subject to change and always changing. If you went from healthy to sick, that means you can go from sick to healthy. Right? It changes. It changes. Even if you went from living to dead, you can go from dead to living. (laughs) The Lord is, is walking in the awareness of this. He's more aware of spiritual things. And he knows it doesn't matter whether she's breathing or not. It doesn't matter what the report says. What matters, though, It's what you choose to believe. So he turns and says, Jairus, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Don't quit me. 
Don't fear. Why, why, why say don't fear? He just had them tell him his little girl's dead. Right? That, do you, don't you think feelings hit him? Oh. And, and, and his heart is trying to be wrenched. And he, he's already having all these thoughts of, you should have gone earlier. You should have done this. You shouldn't have done that. On and on and on and on. Because it's over. It's over. And the Lord's basically telling him, it ain't over. <laughs> huh? Well, he is telling him it's not over. He said, don't be afraid of that. Only believe. And she shall be made whole. Hallelujah. And the reason he's in the book it's because that's exactly what he did, right? We, we know that's what he did. He did not say, oh, it's too late. He, he, he didn't get into all that. Listen to some of these other translations on um, when they came and brought the report. And now we're getting all the answers here about how to deal with a bad report. What do you do with an evil report, bad report? Mark 5, 35 in the Amplified, it said, while he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house, they said to Jairus, your daughter has died. Why bother and distress the teacher any further? And verse 36 says, overhearing but ignoring what they said. Jesus said, to him, don't be afraid. The, the NCV says, Jesus paid no attention to what they said. He said, don't be afraid, just believe. Somebody say, paid no attention. Paid no attention. He heard it, but he gave it no heed. He heard it, but he ignored it. I've had more than one uh, person uh, asked me in all sincerity, Brother Keith, I'm going in tomorrow to get some tests done. Believe with me for a good test, a good report. And sometimes they're shocked when I say no. Nope. Well, why not? What are we wanting to believe on that? Are we wanting to believe that they make a mistake? And, you know, false positive or the other way around or what? You, you just told me you're not going to find any rest or, or, or relief until they tell you that they see that you're okay. And so your faith is in that report. That's not okay. That means your faith's not in God. Your faith's not in the Word. You're with me or not? This is not okay. Believe with me for a good report. No. No, your focus is wrong. That's walking by sight. Can you see that? When I see it, then we'll go, whew, okay, we got it. Well, then you're not in any faith prior to that. Faith it is the substance of things expected, the evidence of things what? Not seen. Not seen. 
You already got a report. Oh, that was weak. I said, you already got a report. You've already got a report. You've already got a report. Now, in this specific case, what was their report? She will live. Huh? She will live. Jairus had that report in his heart before he ever started talking to Jesus. She'll live. She'll live. She will live. Well, here comes another report. She didn't live. She died. It's too late. There's no use bothering the master. And you know, there's that implication that, you know, God is, he's the big creator God. And he created all this and gave it a spin and he, he, he kind of knows what's going on with it, but he's got bigger stuff to deal with. And the implication is he's got bigger things to deal with than one little 12-year-old girl and whatever her little parents might be going through. Bothered. Can't be bothered. Bothered. But that's not what we see when Jairus says, would you come, put your hand on her, she'll live. Jesus stops what he's doing. Oh, come on, can you see this? He, could he have told Jairus, I'm busy? I've got important kingdom stuff that I'm doing right now. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people have a lot of things going on. I can't take care of everybody. No, no, no. And what we see, Jesus, every word he said, every action he did is a direct revelation of the Father God. We, when we see him, we're seeing the Father. When we hear him, we're hearing the Father. And so we know the Father cares about one. He cares about a 12-year-old girl. Is that right? The creator of the universe cares about one little girl. He cares about her daddy and her mama and the family. Does he? Oh, thank God. What a wonderful thing to know that he really cares. And so Jesus heard it, but he paid no attention to it. And he told Jairus, don't you pay any attention to it. And they still got their miracle. Can you say hallelujah? And our time's up again. It's so good to be with you here in faith school. As you can see, we've got a lot more to see about this before we get done. Come back with us tomorrow and next week and beyond that in faith school. I've really enjoyed being with you again this week in faith school. God is so gracious to keep revealing himself and his ways to us. All of our broadcasts and all of the materials from the ministry are made available to anybody, anywhere, at no charge. We can only do this because of our partners. Uh, many of you are partners with us. And I want to encourage you that no matter what's going on in the economy or in the world, and if you hear bad reports like what we were talking about in the class today, don't be moved by those bad reports. God can prosper you in every situation, any circumstance and situation. Said out loud, God is my source. God is my provider. I will prosper this year. I'll prosper in these circumstances, in this place. I decree it. I declare it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm expecting that with you. Now, if you're not a partner with us and you want to become one, there's information at the bottom of your screen. 
You can join us right away and we'll join faith with you too that all our needs are met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.